Well, joining us now in studio is somebody who's been keeping an eye on all the proceedings today, and that, of course, is the deputy editor of the Financial Mail, Sikonati Manjanja. Uh, Sikonati, good afternoon to you. And, uh, yeah, how do you unpack the proceedings of the day so far? Greetings, Bumani. Greetings, 702. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a very interesting uh, few days. Uh, there's not much that has happened yet, and it's going to be very interesting how the delegates will take uh, the the ban uh, by uh, of uh, the provinces KwaZulu Natal and 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 those that you mentioned earlier that uh, Kwetemotaji said won't be allowed to vote. What I um, would be very interested in would they would they be allowed in the debates and the discussions and the in the commission? From what I understood, they will be participating as observers. They won't be allowed to vote. That's that's the the crucial thing. Uh, of course, as you know, some of them will be allowed to vote as as, as representatives of their branches, uh, but not as uh, PEC. I mean, it's 100 votes. Now, as close as people have been saying this thing is, 100 votes is, uh, is, is a number that neither side can afford to lose. So they, they, they've just attained the status of the media now uh, to, be, to be spectators. They, they must feel how great it is to just be uh, uh, watching from the sidelines and the major decisions about your country. But it's going to be a very interesting conference and that that decision alone is going to make things very interesting for the Nkosa Zandaslamenizuma camp because those are the people that have been pushing high and low and losing her. But how did that happen? I mean, you would think that and, and, and maybe is it something to is there something to read in in terms of the balance of forces within the NEC that I mean obviously there are lots of voices within that grouping who would have been very opposed uh, to that but at the same time I suppose the bigger picture is what people need to keep in mind here because you don't want to collapse the conference you want a result whether you like it or not it will be a separate thing at least you want a credible result that won't be challenged look the their chickens have come home to roost they cooked all of this it's now ready and it's being served on them nice and cold they 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 manipulated all of these processes and they have failed all the way at the courts so far uh, we will we, we'll wait and see but they are getting their just desserts i have absolutely no sympathy it's 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 not the branch members it is the leadership of these provinces and they are suffering because they cooked this process and tried to lock their comrades out and Sikonati, they were warned about this right i mean how many times did the veterans plead for that consultative conference saying let's have a discussion around how we're going to do things differently let's clean up our act and so whatever unfolds whatever drama uh, is displayed at this conference that's not to their liking as you say little sympathy because they were warned they, not only were they warned they are the the makers of their own tragedy they they, they wrote their own story and and you know when people think they are uh, absolutely powerful it's the, now they they can see they are actually not as that powerful and they have shot themselves in both feet but on the other hand you get a sense of really paralysis by the national leadership i mean they seem to have been really unable to intervene in a number of scenarios, which, of course, is why there's been so much litigation. There's been a running joke that, you know, the ANC deserves its own special courts because so often are they there appealing and appealing and appealing and appealing. That again talks to the death of the of that once glorious movement you, you you spoke about earlier, and it shows there's absolutely no leadership. The past ten years we've been bumbling along, and 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 all Jacob Zuma has been doing, and his people are trying to secure their own space in the sun at the expense of their very own party, and indeed the Republic of South Africa. Now it has come back to bite them very hard at the back. We keep talking about groupings such as the Premier League, for example, and you get really the sense 
sense of these provincial strong men who are able to manipulate uh, various branches, man- able to manipulate their provinces. And that's where a lot of these problems uh, come from, that it's, it's really about big man politics versus the sort of democratic, you know, all, uh, you know, all of us collective, what do they call it? Uh, uh, democratic centralism that they often speak about. It's really about those key role players in the provinces, isn't it? Now they are realizing even that that untrammeled power has got its own limitations and that limitation is going to haunt them for the next five years. They, they, they came here to elect a candidate of their own and manipulated, uh, manipulated everything in order to get here, but they realized it was all in vain, and that's going to haunt them for the next five years, particularly if the other candidate wins. What does that say about the state of our democracy? I mean, I know this is not necessarily a new phenomenon, but essentially you've got 5,000 delegates, give or take, that are going to be deciding the future for, what, all 56 million of us? Absolutely. That is the constitution we agreed to in 1994 when we thought we would still have uh, people uh, uh, like Nelson Mandela at the top. And I, I do not think uh, whoever wrote the constitution ever had uh, thugs in mind as being mm. those that will one day be in charge. Now that has come back to bite us. We, are, we have, uh, as, as the ordinary people, allowed ourselves to be relegated to the sidelines and we're paying the price for it. And, and the most important matter here, look at what it has done to the economy over the past 10 years. We've lost a lot of jobs and we're going to lose more. Oh, we'll keep talking about that throughout the afternoon.